podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Ulysses Everett McGill of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the Theodore Donald Karabatsos of this podcast. And I'm your also host, Kevin, the Sidney J. Musburger of this podcast. A Musburger sounds like nothing I ever want to eat in my life. That sounds like, like, what is, What animals make musk? Otters? Yeah. Give me Skunks? less Fussburger and no Musburger. <laughs> Kabutops is one of my favorite Pokemon, though. You had to dig up those fossils. Yeah. You knew they were rare. You could only get one per game. Bang, we're in a tight spot. Have you guys ever, like, done hair products? Like, created like, my own line of hair products? Yeah, have you ever worked in hair products? Because I'm, I'm thinking, you know, personally, I'm a Dapper Dan man. I don't need no fop. Uh, man, you're really forcing this one, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, honestly, though, do you guys use hair products? I don't. I've never been able. I've never. I've never been able to get get on board. You know, I I do right after I get a haircut, so I can I can wait. Train, is it I just can... is it just the outgoing? Because sometimes I'll get that. Like if I get a haircut and they're like, "Hey, you want some product?" No, no. I'm no. like, yeah, sure. I, I, you know, I'm paying for this. Might as well. <laughs> no, it's not no. Like I, I keep I have myself a thing, stopped. And then the first first like week or so after I get a haircut, I use. Uh, some hair jelly to train up my hair in the way that it should go, so that when it is old, it will not depart from it. Do you uh, do you just borrow George Champy of GeorgeChampy.com's hair product? No, his is too intense. He uses literal hair jelly. I just have like a, it's like a, a spray. It's a, it's a, a, hair it's spray? a no, it's a dry rub. <laughs> dry rub. Oh, Cajun. You have Cajun yeah, hair it's, gel. It's Cajun hair gel. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Um, I also just recently started using beard oil, which is fantastic. What's now, that do th- for you? It gives you it gives you a little shimmer shine and uh, makes the hair healthier. Do you, do you have to be careful about like the angle that you turn your head when you're talking to people, otherwise you might blind them. Um, well, that was just because of my pale skin. That was oh, yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, but uh, no, it's great. You just you, you just rub it in there and leave it in, and it also uh, healthies up that skin underneath Does the beard too. Get rid of that beard dandruff. Oh yeah, beard that brandruff. Yeah, get yeah, rid and- of that. Kevin takes care of his, his beard. He shampoos, conditions, and soaps it in yep. every shower. Yeah, you got to use that shampoo, that conditioner, and that body wash. The body wash is not essential to that oh, mix. Oh, you need it. Yeah, it's it's gives you that extra dandy. Although Here's Tyler, my... Tyler would just use his <laughs> Old Spice three in one. Get all yeah. Get yeah. It all by the way, three in one is bullcrap. That's not real. Yeah, it's real. I know I when, when Kevin, when we when Kevin was show. down for the live show, I remember Jordan came and was like, hey, what are those mystery bottles in there? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that, must, that must be Kevin. I, I just go for that three in one. I just I just stick some kind of liquidy substance in my hair and under my pits. So Tyler, no. why, aren't, why aren't you using Dr. Bronner's anymore? Oh, Dr. B's. I do. I need to get some. That I haven't a found leader. I haven't. Well, yes. Uh, have you watched? No, Jordan. And I watched the Doctor Bronner's documentary. Doctor Bronner's Magic Soapbox. It he has one. I've used his soap. I'm not actually. It is so good. No, the soap that makes your skin tingle because it's slowly burning it away. Yeah, Let me double check if it's still on Netflix. With the power of the Lord. Uh, no, I I actually 
my haircut strategy is I get a haircut and I stop shaving my beard because I don't have a beard trimmer. So that way my hair gets longer and my beard comes in fuller at the same pace. And I don't have to worry about evening it up at any point. All right. Just kind of take care of that neck area. Hey, you're the, the lazy man of beardery. Uh, <laughs> listeners, Dr. Bronner's Magic Soapbox is still on Netflix. It's 88 minutes long, and it's a highly interesting documentary. Dude is blind and also sunbathes nude. Um, is it is it real or is this or is it like a is it fake? Is it the real? No, life this dude's or is legit. It just fantasy. Yeah, this dude is he's, legit. He's real for real. I don't. Yeah, know, and I honestly, don't for... think he's a real doctor, but he <laughs> like, genuinely believes everything that's on that soap bottle. And also for hey, a wait, cult... he died in 1997. Yeah, for a cult leader, he is he leads the most benign, uh, like non-threatening, like I wouldn't mind if my neighbor is a member of this cult cult that I have ever seen. <laughs> They're just really cleanly. Yeah, they're really um, clean, and they have this, like, the all for one and one for all, the all is one and whatever BS. Some kind of crazy saying. Um, but <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. To um, our, on our Dr. Bronner soapcast. <laughs> yes. We discuss only the finest of um, cleaning products. What's your favorite flavor, Tyler? You usually like the original mint, don't you? Oh, yeah, I go for that peppermint. I wasn't aware there were worse. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like eight or nine until... flavors, man. They go through that on the documentary. I don't think you can call something a flavor that you don't eat or drink. Oh, no. People brush uh, their teeth yeah, with it. Yeah, you can brush point. your teeth with it, Kevin. <laughs> That's disgusting. You can nah, do your dishes. It's you can actually wash your not. Hair, I've you tried can wash it. your body. No. You no, can. No. No, if, no, no. You can use it as shaving cream. No, none of that is true. You can use this it for anything. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, um, especially if you attended our live show at the Arcade Comedy Theater. We super appreciate you uh, following up with us and listening and, to the uh, show. And if we you didn't, we don't, we don't appreciate that you uh, didn't come because you missed yeah. out on a good time. Hey, guess yeah. what? Pittsburgh's a pretty convenient airport to fly into. Maybe yeah. you could have done that. Everyone. It's kind of clean now. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting better. I mean, your GPS is still going to be like, F you if you try and drive anywhere. But uh, Yeah, seriously. That, no, Pittsburgh is like a freaking, it's a, a Bermuda Triangle of GPS. Hey, the only city that's worse is Boston. That's how we like it. Um, so thank you so much if you came out of the show. Thank you so much if you uh, found us through Mabim Bam. Um, and if you haven't gathered already, we are a versus and would you rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and we hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Caleb Rudder. Thank you so much, Caleb, who had, had a surgery recently. I think it was a tonsillectomy. Oh, Maybe? get well I've had soon. That. Get some ice cream in that. Up in yeah, there. if you dig back into those old episodes, you can you can find post tonsil Jordan. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's especially Squidward on those episodes. Yeah, his voice is quieter and more gravelly. Yeah, eight octaves. Lower? Had to get rid. Had to get rid of those tonsil stones. And he would like to know: Would you rather have a giant house, but be an eternal bachelor? Or have a tiny house and be happily married. Be happily no. married to eight women. <laughs> well, now, I, yeah. I'm it's gonna, a little old lady in the shoe type I'm scenario. Gonna, I'm going to jump out right here and I'm going to assume that he meant to say happily married with 10 kids in a tiny, <laughs> in a house. tiny house. Let's just append that on there. <laughs> happily married, 10 kids. 
tiny house. Um, advantage, happily married with a, a, a mob of children, you're going to be able to mobilize those kids for so many tasks. You're going <laughs> to... You're gonna like be able to getting vengeance on your enemies. I mean, yeah, pres- it's a tiny house, but that's that's more room for a garden. Well, yeah, uh, I was gonna say pre- the, he he left no description of how large the tract of land was. Uh, right, you know, attached to this house, you could be a farmer and have all those kids milking your cows. This could also be a cardboard box, though. <laughs> this could be this could be a very tiny house. You could be uh, in a Maru the cat type scenario. So what? You're, you're you're just lying in the lid of a box. You're like a homeless Von Trapp family. You just journey to different public transportation hubs and sing. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, you sing goodbye on the on the steps of City Hall, but then you actually, and then you like, literally you die only, of consumption. You only go up to your little dollhouse at the top of the steps. You know. Sitcom potential-wise, the the small house, lots of people, is going to be rife with possibilities. You in a yeah. giant house is going to be the saddest sitcom ever. Uh, just not like, necessarily. Well, all they I'm said is a ba- All they said is it's a bachelor pad. So your brother and his uh, younger son could move in with you, and you got a two and a half men scenario. You're suddenly Charlie Sheen, father of the year, Cody Crumrine, and and. Uh... Little baby Charles the Fourth. Move in with Tyler. <laughs> you have uh, two and a half men, and oh, I throw, you can also I throw get him in a, a onesie that says, "I'm not this man's son." I, he's a great uncle, though. You uh, could ladies. nail a Jeeves and Wooster type scenario and have like a, a saacy butler who's always, you know, always ribbing you with all One sorts guy of Britishisms. Who starts a university. Another guy who runs a search engine. <laughs> That's gonna be a real funny living arrangement. Uh, uh-huh. Um oh shoot. That 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 giant house bachelor scenario, you're Batman. You are Batman. Ooh yeah. That's a good point. So you're gonna have a you're gonna have a bat cave. You're gonna have plenty of training areas. You're gonna have so many bat gadgets. Like bat shark repellent. Yeah, but you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night, like and you're gonna feel over next to your bed and you're gonna feel nobody there and you're gonna be like, Where is she? Well no, Alfred's <laughs> gonna be there. Nobody's yeah, Alfred's there. gonna be in, You will in have the bed Alfred as a bro. Wait, Batman doesn't sleep share a bed with Alfred. Which, no, it's it gets not very it's not it gets discussed. very All drafty the, in that case. You get back to those nineteen fifties Batman, uh, and Batman does share a bed with Robin. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's Robin the Cradle. But that would be great because, like, anybody anybody that you came in contact with, you could be like, swear to me! Oh, man. What if this is a, um, uh, what's, what was his name? Kid with the beanstalk? Was it Jack? James? Jack. No, Jack. Jack, James Jack and, and the, the giant, giant beanstalk. James peach. and the giant beanstalk. James and the giant bean peach. Jam, jam, jam session and the giant beanstalk. Um, but no, it could be, you could be in a giant house. This could be a Gulliver's Travels and or what silver chair, I think. In You're saying to go to a really we could be house? in a big big house with lots and lots of rooms <laughs> with a big with big a big tags. big table and lots with and lots, lots and lots of food, food. And with a big, advantage big yard where we, we can, can play, play football, football, soccer, um, sport of your choice. Let's alienate all our listeners who it's didn't a big, grow big up house. listening to crappy Christian radio. <laughs> who was hey? Who was that? Was that? It's uh, my father. That was. Uh, news I've, boys? No, news boys, uh, yeah. audio adrenaline. Audio. Oh, adrenaline. I feel like there it is. I I've always thought it was just Ayo, written wait, by like no. a a hey, board hey. camp counselor. <laughs> yeah, audio adrenaline is the actual um abbreviation for AA meetings. Uh, <laughs> you are sentenced to six months of audio adrenaline. 
Oh, that would be torture. <laughs> and Sonic Flood. But if you're in a giant house, one, that's going to be an adventure. Uh, two, you're going to have that giant food. That's going to sustain you for a while. Although it's probably going to go bad. Are we assuming that everything it. in the giant house is also giant? It's yeah. not just a house with like a lot of rooms in it. It's a house that everything, it's like a normal sized house. It's just proportionally larger. It's just very, yeah. very large. So like you got those and you're a bachelor. You're going to throw such great parties. No, but, but that's house. the thing. To be an eternal bachelor, no one has to come to them. See, you're always throwing parties and nobody's coming. Like, everybody has really super good excuses. You know, like, oh, shoot, I just got diagnosed with black lung. In this proportionately larger house, does my walk-in closet double as a racquetball court? Uh, Yes, I'd say so. It's a run-in closet. Just going to throw throw some hardwood down there. Your bathtub is an entire wave pool. So, like, oh, to, to eat, you have to, like, use your fork like a like a spear. Like a Wait, now it's just sounding that, like, uh, in this, this bachelor scenario, I'm a borrower, and I don't even have a family to help me out. <laughs> yeah. The loneliest borrower. The like, loneliest borrower. Mm, that's the problem, though. Like, you bring, a lo- one. You, bring, you bring a girl over to watch a movie, and you're going to be like, okay, we've made it to the couch. And she's gonna, like, this is to, a bad. We're gonna have I'm to getting attempt getting to the getting to the cushion, cushions later. <laughs> attempt getting to Ashton Kutcher later. Um, okay. Little little tiny house. Um, it's gonna be pretty mobile. I mean, assuming that you are are the size of your house in this scenario. Like, if you're, it's if it's a Smurf type situation, oh, then gosh. you're gonna have this idyllic little toadstool. No. Nope. <laughs> What if the house is actually just your like beauty uh, '80s Buick Lucerne, like <laughs> or whatever? It's just like a hard. <laughs> oh man! Or a Dodge Grand Caravan. It's just a You're van. You just living yeah. in a yeah. van by the, the river, back, and you got ten kids. Dodge Comet. You got the hatchback. I'm telling you, though, you run an Oliver type scenario. You get those kids pickpocketing for you. You're gonna be set. It's gonna be adorable. You have a musical written about you. Um, advantage. Uh, eternal bachelor you are going to be immortal um <laughs> that's true as the eternal bachelor you know you'll probably reach deity status at a certain point as like the patron saint of bachelors like you'll you'll bring them all at, invariably your house is going to become a monastery where you train um young men in the way of being a bachelor that's what monasteries are for yeah <laughs> Dude, this is how to become an eternal this bachelor. This is how to avoid women for the rest of your life. You're gonna live you in this hang, house. You hang. You're with gonna me, make bro. your own beer. We're gonna make our gonna own read beer a lot of books. Our own cheese. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna copy this book by hand over and over again. Now it's gonna no, be a little computers. Nope, don't need those. There's a lot of women who like both beer and cheese. So if that... you think about it, monks are the eternal bros. Like they're like, ah, I don't need. I'm not even gonna worry about pants anymore. You think in modern day monasteries they have Xboxes? Oh yeah, doing doing keg stands all over the place. Nah, they're playing that Left Behind video game. It was like <laughs> built in the the Red Faction engine or whatever. Hey, Mr. T was in a Left Behind movie, and that's good enough for me. Wait, what? Really? Hey, yeah. you guys know about the new Left Behind movie coming out, right? No, is it who's left, in it? Left Behinder. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tyler, are you, are you seriously questioning who's in it? 
Is it Jeff Goldblum? It's no. Is it James but Cameron? Who is, Kirk Cameron. Who would be the perfect actor for you? Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. Action movie. Kevin Gall gets it on the first. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh no! From the oh, Nick Cage will act in anything his, because he has terrible, terrible debt. His files. name is Rayford Steele in the movie. That oh, is man. awesome. In which planet Earth becomes the ultimate cage? And uh, Chad Michael Murray is in it as well. Yeah, uh, Ashley Tisdale was going to be in it, but I think she backed out. Oh, Aww. man. That's so wonderful. All right, I think we're prepared to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, which are you going to go with? Which is the scenario that lets me see Nick Cage? Oh, neither of them. Um... <laughs> well, you could invite him over to your bachelor pad. Chances are, I've I've got to imagine Nick isn't a, a fan of children, or that children aren't a fan of Nick. They're probably all going to start sobbing as soon as he walks in that tiny. Well, tiny hold on. Door. In this uh, new Left Behind movie, Tia Maori is in it. Is in it, but Tamara Maori is not. Oh man. <laughs> what about their their little brother, Taj Maori? Taj Taj Mahal Maori. Was was Taj Maori really their little brother? Taj point oh. Yeah, Taj Maori. Oh jeez. What? Uh, why do I recognize the name Jordan Sparks? Jordan um, Sparks. Probably because you recognize the name Jordan, and Sparks are cool. <laughs> oh, all right. That, that's good enough for me. Um, Do we need to circle around? Yeah, give me more time. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Big um, Big House Eternal Bachelor. One, because I'm so afraid of death. I'm terrified of my own mortality. And two, I feel like, you know, it's, it's going to be a constant adventure. Living in that gigantic home. And you're going to be able to rent it out for parties. That's going to be a pretty uh, stable source of income. Kevin? I'm going with uh, with Big House as well. Because you are going to have so many murder mysteries happening in that house. Ooh, people true. getting murdered left and right in there. And that's going to be in- oh, interesting which and exciting. Bumps up your, your percentage of encountering Tim Curry tenfold. <laughs> that's true. And he's probably going to kill somebody. He's either going to be in drag or he's going to be your butler. Uh, I'm fine with either scenario. Uh, Jordan? I'm going to go with... uh, I'm also going with the big house uh, bachelor scenario because I'm a strong, independent black woman who don't need no man, so... (laughs) Very good point. So thank you so much for your question, Caleb. And next time you have to choose between living in a giant house... But being an eternal bachelor versus having a tiny tiny house, carpal tunnel, um, but being happily married, uh, go ahead with that giant house. You're going to be glad you did. I mean, marital bliss is overrated anyway. Our next question comes to us from Aaron Reach, new fan of the show. Thank you so much, Aaron, who would like to say that his Pokemon uh, that he most resembles is Snorlax. And his patron, uh, My Little Pony, is Pinkie Pie. I don't even remember why we asked for people to say. Wait, what was his Pokemon? Snorlax. Oh, good choice. Uh, Which My Little Pony character people would be. But I appreciate people who have listened far enough back that they (laughs) still send those in. That's a serious That warms my heart, yeah. Um, And he would like to know... Mythbusters versus Ghostbusters. Go. Which is superior? Disadvantage Ghostbusters, I feel like you're always going to be getting slimed. 
You're gonna be I covered knew you were in goo. Bring that up, Tyler. You're gonna be covered in goo. <laughs> ectoplasm. Which is the worst. Ectoplasm. Ecto coolers. Um, uh, stay puff marshmallow. With the Ghostbusters, you will still have access to high C ecto cooler. That's an advantage. <laughs> That's true. You're going to <laughs> scurvy will not be an issue. Uh, things may get scurry, but they won't get scurvy. Um, <laughs> so that's an advantage. Uh, another advantage of Ghostbusters is you're going to have that sweet car with that really, really annoying the siren. The white hearse that has sirens on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be awesome. You're also going to have fantastic theme music. Do the Myth- Mythbusters have theme music? Yes. It's a theme song that plays in front of every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> Uh, wait, does it go like that's the Mythbusters theme? Tyler, you still haven't no brought myth. up the most important benefit of Ghostbusters. You bust ghosts. You have nope. boxes full of souls. Nope. You, you have nope. that Bill that Murray. guy from Bill Murray. Correct, Kevin. You're oh, you yeah. and I are just synced I am, today. We're on today. <laughs> you also have that Honey, I Shrunk the Kids guy. Yeah, uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, I was, say, I was about to say Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> <laughs> same, uh, same person. Um, yeah, Rob Roy. Well, that's the thing. If you were if you were rolling with Myth, Mythbusters, like they would they would disprove Bill Murray, and they would just be like he doesn't exist. <laughs> oh yeah, aren't you a little old to be believing in yeah, Bill Murray? Come on. And I don't. It's want the to Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, Bill Murray. Oh man, when are the Mythbusters going to start tackling the big myths? Like when? When is Jamie just gonna get an elephant gun, and go out into the woods? Like it's about time. It's uh, Monster Hunter already covers that. So, um, so with Go- Ghostbusters, you get to chill. Ghostbusters. With Bill Murray. <laughs> they correct. Uh, they correct social faux pas. I would watch that. I would watch Bill Murray just going around and be like, "Hey, man, that was that was kind of rude." Yeah, don't do that. Hey, party fouls with Bill Murray. You didn't open that door for that girl. Now I'm gonna steal your soul. Um, Bill Murray has the power to steal souls, by the way. But advantage MythBusters, you are gonna have those lackeys. You're gonna have um, Carrie Underwood. You're gonna have um, Grant Hill, Hugh Takanawa, um, and you're gonna have. The, the one with the strong jawline. Um, Tori. Tori Amos, yeah. Tori it's, Amos. Um, <laughs> so, Tori Amos. That's great. You're going to be able that's to a... uh, delegate so many so many menial tasks. You'll be like, oh, this, this week we have to uh, test poison ivy. Why don't you guys go like rub some poison ivy all over your faces? Uh, do the Mythbusters ever get paid for their work, or do they just get keys to cities? Or do they get paid in keys to cities? They get paid. Well, yeah, they they they, they melt get them paid down. for every episode they create. I don't know if you know how the television industry works. Did I say Ghostbusters or Mythbusters? You said Mythbusters. You said Mythbusters. Has anybody given the Mythbusters a key to a city yet? Because I think they've earned it. Well, they do blow a lot of stuff up. Yeah, like was there was there ever a myth that they busted that didn't involve blowing something up? Um, uh, they've they, had a number they of myths. Always, they just work I, it in. Like, I think you blow something up or you put something underwater. All right, we're going to disprove polio, and to do that, we're going to blow up a pinata, Frank are Delano they, Roosevelt. Are there still people who think that polio is a myth? Oh, I'm a polio just, denier. Polio never existed. 
That was just the the displeasure of of an angry god. Yeah, it's like that movie. Now you do you do get uh you do get Jamie Heineman's mustache. Well, but then Ooh, you also true. have to take Jamie Heineman's beret. Yeah, can't have one without the other. You also have to worry about people like constantly trying to take him back to aquariums, uh, mistaking him for for the uh, the walrus exhibit. Because um, so many aquariums have walruses just hanging around. What's the name I of the other guy? Called Walry. Oh, I'm sorry, Walrux. Who's who's the one who's always doing helium? The one who has a crippling helium addiction. That would be Adam Savage, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just a little too zany for me. I don't know if I'd be able to keep up with that level of zaniness. Yeah, so Mythbusters, they do they do get paid. Do the Ghostbusters get paid? I mean, other than the keys to the city that they melt done. I don't know, but three of them have PhDs, because Bill Murray is Dr. Peter Venkman, and Dan Aykroyd is Dr. Raymond Stantz, and uh, Harold Ramis is Dr. Egon Spengler. Notice though that the the black uh, Ghostbuster does not have a doctorate. <laughs> uh, well, that's actually a very strong social commentary. No, I think that I think what happens is that the Ghostbusters get paid in ghost currency. Oh yeah, ghost which, bucks. Which is yeah, ghost bucks. Which is actually um, bitcoins. The exchange rate is really bad. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. actually bitcoins. <laughs> yeah. So so bitcoin. They, I mean, Ghost bucks are the bitcoins of the deep net. Well, if you invest in ghost gold, then at least you're tied to some sort of standard. But they didn't yeah, do that. True. They traded it in like ghost mutual fund futures, <laughs> and that whole when the mar- the ghost market crash happened, then they were all out of, out of luck, and that's why they're trying to make this new movie, this new Ghostbusters movie. Wait, are they making a new Ghostbusters? Yeah, it's movie? been in yeah. development hell for like forever. Yeah, Bill Murray. Uh, is it like the? It. Is it like the new um, Jurassic Park? That they've been making forever and that supposedly is coming out. Oh, that one's going to be great. I'm still pulling for the sentient velociraptors with machine guns script that was floating around at one point. Oh, and the T-Rexes <laughs> with rocket launchers? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Guys, if I ever turn into an awesome rocket launcher, please shoot me. Um, but I think we're ready to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with being a Mythbuster because you got a steady income. Um, it's always something new, always something different. Whereas with Ghostbusters, you're just, it's always going to be goo and ooze and purple stuff dripping out of your bathtub and getting spooked all the time. That's Ghostbusters too. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a a Fran. I'm not a Fran. (laughs) I'm so glad. Because I've been calling you Tyler this whole time. Um, I'm not a Franny May. Was that a thing? Fanny May. Fanny Mac? Big Mac. Uh, I am not a fan of the heebie-jeebies, and so I'm going to go ahead and just go with those myths. You know, I'll, I'll cruise around Loch Ness for a while. Kevin? Uh, you know, I'm going to go Ghostbusters because I'm tired of people, like, telling me that something's been busted on Mythbusters. Like, so, okay, so the fact that you spent a half an hour television show, like, proving or disproving something, does not mean that you've made some definitive research. Does Like, those are the same kind of people that, like, quote footnotes in Wikipedia. Stop doing it. Or quote the Foot Clan. Um, yeah, oh, after well, they no, actually, those, those guys are very stringent uh, with their scientific method. 
That's true. So, uh, Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with Ghostbusters because I want to live in a world where uh, Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver are together and producing offspring. I feel like that's beautiful. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. So thank you so much for the question. Aaron, thank you for starting to listen to the show. And next time you have to choose between Mythbusters and Ghostbusters, go ahead with those Ghostbusters because uh, you ain't afraid of no ghost. Our next question comes to us. This is a leftover question from the live show uh, from Cindy. Thank you so much, Cindy. I didn't get your last name. Sorry, but uh, thank you was, so much for attending. It was Cinderson. It, that entire night was a blur. Thank you again to Full Pint Brewery. It was Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella. She had to leave before from, midnight, but we from, loved having her there. From Brooklyn. Cinderella. Um, but she would like to know hard shell taco versus soft shell taco. Go. It so depends. Like, if you're wearing depends. No. Um, <laughs> it depends. That depends on the diarrhea you're going to be having afterwards. Like, if you get a hard shell taco from a place like Taco Bell or some sort of real Mexican restaurant, like, I feel like those are going to be pretty <laughs> what good. What some other real Mexican restaurant? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Such yeah. as Taco Bell. <clears throat> but, like, if you buy them, like, those hard shell tacos that you buy from the store disintegrate immediately. Like, you put any amount of ingredient in there be it meat substitute or lettuce or cheese or whatever. And it's just like you you grip it slightly and then it just cracks like a friggin' fault line. And then you got all your taco all over the plate and you got to lap it up like a dog. Well, then you get a fork out and you have a taco salad. That's true. I think that the crunchiness of a hard shell taco is more satisfying. It's pronounced paired... crunch- crunchitude? Or sorry, crunchitize. It's crunchitize. I think once you've crunchitized... Uh, taco um it becomes a, a captain of food groups well, yeah but hold on to a cross promotion where captain captain crunch is doing hard shell tacos captain L- crunch L- is Capitan. doing hard time and so he started promoting tacos he got he got uh court martialed and so he joined up with the mexican navy <laughs> but the uh the, the soft shell taco is really just a poor man's burrito that's true that's true. What what distinguishes a soft shell taco from a uh, uh, a burrito? Rice well, and beans. No, well, that's the perfect thing. Is if you have a soft shell taco and you're like, "Oh, I'm a little hungrier than I thought," just tape a couple of those soft shell taco shells together, and you got a burrito. Well, and mm. the bigger question, Tyler, is what distinguishes a soft shell taco from a fajita? Uh, vegetables. Vegetables. Yeah, that onions and green peppers. So if I just have meat and cheese. You, you just have taco. meat and ketchup, and you got a Billy burrito. I mean, Jim Gaffigan already covered it. Like, all Mexican food is the same. It's just, like, it's, you either have, like, salt on the rim or you don't. Or, like, you, have, you know, it's, like, it's all the food You either drink same. it or, yeah. or you don't. <laughs> Which, either... it is easier to, oh, man, have they made, like, a, a hard shell martini glass that they you put, <laughs> you put beef and, like, walk into the bowl? Oh man, that would be great. And a margarita, so it's yes. just beef, beef and guacamole. Yeah, in a margarita. Which one of these is going to be easier to eat one-handed, so I can hold two of them in my hand? And <laughs> I think with ease, you go for the the soft shell because yeah. it's you know it's all it's um 
delicately bundled up, swaddled, as it were, yeah, you... uh, inside of a, a shell. Uh, but there's a disadvantage in that. Uh, if it forms a uh, liquid-tight seal and you bite it the wrong way, that, that back of that soft taco could burst, and then you got, like, sauce shooting out all over your shirt. Yeah, Which no, you weaponized because, it. Yeah, if you're, It's like... not going on your shirt. It's going on someone else's shirt. Yeah, or if you're in, like, some sort of tense Quentin Tarantino-esque Mexican standoff, and you're just like, I'm just going to eat this burrito. And then you bite into it, and it shoots in the dude's <laughs> eyes, and then you Hold shoot on, him in the guys. face. I'm just, wait a minute. Let's all keep our guns pointed at each other. I'm just going to eat this burrito. By the way, I saw Django Unchained for the first time on Friday. What oh, did Django you Fett think? Unchained. What? Let's do MVP film reviews. Let's go. Real, real quick time. Um, I thought... Suck it, enter the critic. <laughs> when... Oh, wait. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, we'll cover that later. Um... Is Django Unchained in it? How chained is Django? Well, he's, he's unchained for the first, like, three or four three minutes. Three minutes, yeah. And then he is unchained for the rest of the film. Roll credits. I, mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was ridiculous when he shot people and then they flew in the, like, sideways, like the opposite direction that the bullet trajectory was. Now, you I realize was that was an artistic choice, Kevin. Yes, so I, I know. And um, you realize it was awesome. No, that was ridiculous. Um... And that's the thing. Uh, with soft shell tacos. When you bite into them, the guts tacos. are going to go all over the walls like Django Unchained. Right. And I think, uh, so, you know, I think that soft shell tacos maybe have more propensity to encourage stylized uh, eating of, of the soft shell taco. You know, where there's, there's sauce going all over the place that's not really realistic. And that's just going to confuse kids about the nature of sauces and, and uh, beans and rice. And I think that we need to be looking out for the youth of America, showing yeah. a firm, hard-shell taco role model. We yeah. uh, discussed... We need a taco that's hard on crime. We discussed maybe 30, 40 episodes ago. I believe it was uh, the KFC Double Down. May it rest in peace. I don't think Do you so can down. get those anymore. No, yeah. Oh, you totally can. I haven't seen them anymore. Uh, you might have to special order them, but I believe special it was that versus a uh, Doritos Locos Tacos. And since then, the Cool Ranch Locos Tacos has come out. Have you? Has anyone? Can we have a a, a review on that? I have was not garbage. eaten either of them. Yeah, no, I ate both of them, and actually, they have a third taco out now, the spicy, which is not a variety of Doritos chip, but I think it is. They're spicy Doritos. No, well, no, they had the volcano. Hold on, they had the volcano uh, hard taco. Like, well, that's different though. No, it was like a red shelled spicy shell. No, 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 but it, but it's different from the spicy Doritos Locos taco. That is a new offering. Um, but Cool Ranch, uh, nacho cheese Doritos Locos taco, great. Cool Ranch Doritos Locos taco, terrible. Because it doesn't taste like anything. It doesn't taste like a Cool Ranch chip. It's too subtle. It's trying to be too under the radar. But you can have, like, you can have delicious hard shell tacos where, you know, like, the shell is, like, lightly seasoned or something like that. Whereas soft shell tacos, it's just, like, it's just a vehicle for meat and cheese. No, but you could take, like, a like a syringe and inject some <laughs> cheese or something or fat in there. Also, what's wrong with a vehicle for meat and cheese? That's what a hamburger bun is. 
That's true. But the, my problem is with the soft shell tacos. Like I look at a plate of soft shell tacos and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm nine deep and I don't feel full yet because, you know, it's just kind of it's just kind of going. And then you stand up. You're like, oh, that was a bad decision. And, Whereas hard and, shell tacos. Hold on, it's, that's it's, no different. Hard shell tacos are exactly no way, the same. No way. No way. You've There's never you've never gone to Taco Bell and gotten the uh, the dirty dozen, whatever you want to call it. Out <laughs> And seeing how many you get six of each, they're equally filling. In fact, I would argue the tortilla of the uh, soft shell is probably more filling than the uh, the hard shell. Yeah, I, I would say so. I got the on a on a dare. I got the eight eight uh, tacos, one burrito or two burritos. Sorry, the the ten, the terrible ten or whatever. And um, I I felt awful, and and I got hard shell. I got all hard shell. And, um, Kevin, you do a lot of eating dares. That's true. I, you know what it is? It's, it's like battered woman syndrome, except it's battered stomach syndrome. Did you, uh, just, did you ever you're buy? Ta- you're thinking about, um, Popeyes, actually, where everything's nice and battered. That's did right. you ever buy your, uh, brother Kyle a Windows 8 burger? Eight, Windows 8 Whopper? <laughs> eight, eight patties? No. Uh, I did yeah, not that's, because that's a Christmas Windows, present this year. Windows 8 was so ignominious that I didn't think it merited a burger. All right, I think we've argued at every uh, we've argued did argued every facet of this discussion. Uh, let's go ahead and take a vote, Kevin. What are you going with? Uh, I am going with. Come back to me, Jordan. Well, I mean, we're we're a winner either way because we're already thinking outside the bun. Um, uh, that's very true. I'm going to go with soft shell just because that's a personal preference of mine, uh, mainly for the reasons that were mentioned at the very beginning and that I don't like that hard shell tacos break. I am going to go ahead with those hard shell tacos because my my bar that I am trying desperately to become a regular at, um, Ruggers, uh, down on the south side. Rugburns. (laughs) Rugburns. Rugrats. (laughs) <laughs> the bar. Um, I would go to a Rugrats theme bar. Uh, they do uh, Taco not. Mondays. They do Taco Mondays. Delicious hard shell tacos, seventy five cent, and oh my gosh, it's it's like a whole new world. Do they do um, Wing Wednesdays though? I wish. I'm still looking for a good wing place in Pittsburgh. If somebody knows somewhere other than the Lawton household uh, that has <laughs> that does good wings, please let me know. I shoot, that sounds like a great restaurant. the Taylor Lautner household. The, the Lawton the house. Taylor, the Lawton house. Uh, Kevin, I'm gonna head down to Lawton House, give himself mm-hmm. some soft shell tacos with that fat injected in them. Um, I'm Why do go... you need more fat in your soft shell tacos? Because that's gotta, my number one be complaint. Juicy. Because America. Be yeah. Um, I am gonna go with hard shell tacos because I am just about to roll out my line of barred shell tacos, which is a hard shell taco <laughs> with a picture of shakespeare on it and quotes from different plays that are all public domain so i don't have to pay anybody a dime is it delivered to you by um a man in pantaloons playing a lute uh Um, singing you the merits of the tacos no but it is delivered to you by uh men dressed as women so thank you so much for the question, Cindy. Next time you need to choose between hard shell tacos and soft shell tacos, go ahead with those hard shell tacos. You're going to be glad you did. Also, um, Jordan, this is for your benefit. I'm still waiting for that Banjo-Kazooie FMB or FMV uh, Jingo Unchained. Um, it's it's going to be it's oh, going to be great. Geez. 
<laughs> no, I heard We Were Promised Jump Pads scored the movie. Do you mean um, Jinjo <laughs> Unchained? Yeah, that's it. Uh, well, whatever. It was. I made. I made an attempt. You want. You want. You want to edit that out and start over. Yeah. So, Jordan, this is for your uh, benefit. I'm still waiting for that Banjo Kazooie FMV Jinjo Unchained. It's even better the second time. <laughs> even better the second time. It's, the thing is, people are just going to hear that and not hear the first one that I. Nah, you're about. actually not going to edit out the first one because it's funnier if you don't. <laughs> I will. I'll decide what's funnier when I'm editing. Um. So, thank you so much. Our next question comes to us from Kimmy Wenland. Thank you so much, Kimmy. Who wants to know, would you rather be Hayden Christensen or Jake Lloyd in the real life aftermath of the Star Wars episode one through three franchise? It's by the way, it's Kaimi, right? Kaimi Wenland? No, it's Kimmy. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Shmi. It's Shmi Wenland. Shmi, Shmi Wenland. What did did either of them do? It's time for a good old fashioned... Ninjas versus podcasts. Wikipedia. That's right. I'll I'll hit up Hayden. Oh my gosh, Jake Lloyd. Um, number one problem. He you're gonna get real ugly if you're Jake Lloyd. Uh, he has the wispiest mustache and soul patch. That kid did not turn. I have ever seen. Oh my gosh. Oh man, that's no good. That kid has drank so much Mountain Dew. He is also described. Life post Star Wars as a living hell. Now, if you are Hayden Christensen, you uh, you do have an on again, off again relationship with Rachel Bilson, so that's kind of cool. That's very true. So you have at least, at a minimum, you have an attractive sort of girlfriend. It, at the very least, you're sort of attractive. You're like, also you are so still, attractive. Jake you Lloyd. You're still a teen heartthrob, whereas Jake Lloyd is just, he's going. He's, he's real going ugly. Yeah. The way geez. of the gremlin, real quickly. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, dogs start to look like their masters or, like, adopt the emotion. Like, he's I feel a dog. like he's. I feel like he's so jaded about Star Wars Episode One that it's just turned him into, like, a hateful looking person. Uh, although, oh man, if you're Jake Lloyd, you do have a direct line to Schwarzenegger and jingle all the way. Sinbad. You've got to imagine he can call in a few uh, a few favors on that line. Apparently, Shoot. there was a rumor that Jake auditioned for the role of Ender Wiggin in the film Ender's Game. Let me tell you, he did not stand a chance of getting that role. No, he was also what, like 25? At the point that he, he auditioned, he's twenty four right now. So I mean, they're both they're both equally bad actors. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you were Hayden Christensen, you would still think you were a good actor because you're still acting. Oh, Jake Lloyd has the awful responsibility of being self aware. Right. Yeah, Hayden Christensen is is still in a in a state of self deceit. Ah, but let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Uh. When you're Hayden Christensen, you need to just uh, chant your magic spell, uh, spin around three times, and then you transform into Hayden Panettiere. Hey, wait, Hayden Panera? What? Hayden Panera from the hit TV show Heroes. Hayden Panera. Hero sandwiches. The hit, the hit restaurant Panera Bread. Um, which has the better catchphrases? I mean, we. (laughs) We are Um, well known supporters of the. 
I hate sand. It's rough and it's. Do you guys even see? I, I posted the the riff tracks bits. Uh, oh yeah, that. this is a great opportunity to plug our our, our Facebook, Facebook page. page. That's right. Head over to. I didn't Facebook. even know we were doing this. Uh, it might have even given Kimmy the uh, the idea to ask this question. The fact that I posted it, I'd like to think it did. Uh, but go ahead and check out the uh, the riff tracks compilation of every mention of sand. In the Star Wars Rift tracks, it's very, very good. It's very um, comprehensive too. <laughs> whereas Jake Lloyd has um, such uh, great lines as "Yippee!" <laughs> and I want a Turbo Man. My mother, I miss her. I carved it out of rich poor snippet. <laughs> I carved it out of a poor snippet. <laughs> I carved it out of a crabines from Dublin. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I really think this is a pretty easy one, though. Like, at least with Hayden Christensen, like you have a potential for future work. Jake Lloyd hasn't been anything since two thousand five. Yeah, uh, Hayden Christensen has three movies coming out in twenty fourteen. So, oh man, what what have we got? What have we got? We got American Heist. Is he Robin in the new Batman with Ben Affleck? <laughs> We got American Heist, which stars him, Jordana Brewster, Adrian Brody, and Akon. Now, that's part of the American Pie um, franchise, correct? Nah, I think it's part of the American Gangster franchise. Oh, shoot. Outcast. Outcast. Another Hayden Christensen he is playing, film, which stars uh, Nicolas Cage. The oh, Outcast and yeah. documentary. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is playing Andre Benjamin 3000, and Nick <laughs> Cage is playing <laughs> Big Boy. That's the other guy, right? I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think nobody so. Nobody knows. He just had that really great song with Janelle Monet, Tightrope. Um So I think I think we're prepared to vote on this one. I just really it's always nice to reminisce about those two every once in a while. And by nice I mean soul crushing. Um Jordan, which does your vote go for? Uh, Hayden Christensen, because I will have some success with women, and Jake Lloyd will never. He will never find love. I'm also going with Hayden Christensen, um, because, uh... Because this is not an easy, I mean, this is not a difficult... cool guy. This is not (laughs) difficult. I'm, I'm eager to hear Kevin, I'm hoping Kevin, in this time we've been responding, has developed some reason to pick Jake Lloyd. Kevin... Uh, I'm I'm going with Hayden Christensen just because I think he'd be a more chill dude to hang out with. Like he'd be he'd be that dumb friend, like that dumb pretty friend that you just bring along to like like you know like George Champy of GeorgeChampy.com. Yeah, George <laughs> Champy is the quintessential dumb pretty friend. Apparently, yeah, like, uh, apparently he listened to the live show and then texted me, "Hey, I listened to the podcast." <laughs> so you know what, George, if you're listening to this one too, which you know what, I sincerely doubt. Uh, Did we remember me. to give him a shout out on the live show? I think we did. We yeah, must we did. have. Yeah, because yeah, we said he never listened. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you can send me another angry text if you are listening to this. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not, I'm completely not expecting it. <laughs> What's that? Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. I'm picking Jake Lloyd. I just figured it out. He okay. is he is the picture of Dorian Gray for the Star Wars franchise. Anything bad that happens to the Star oh, Wars no. franchise physically reflects onto Jake oh, Lloyd. No. That's oh why gosh. he looks terrible. 
Oh, no. That's so true. So, so he sold his, he sold his three... soul to the devil just to get the part of Anakin Skywalker. What? And you can see there's also kind of like a little, like, hey, it's like an abscess or something on his cheek. And that's straight from the star, uh, the stormtroopers appearing in that, that car ad that they just did. Is that the origin story of his role, though? What if he was that child who's like, man, all I want in life is to be in a Star Wars movie. And so, the devil Kevin, comes down with his with his golden reel to reel, and is like, "Hey, you can be in a Star Wars movie, but you gotta, you know." Kevin, are you consequently uh, buying low right now in the hopes that J.J. Abrams will return Star Wars to uh, its once once and future glory, uh, and maybe all of a sudden Jake Lloyd will suddenly get very attractive? Oh yeah, he he is gonna. He's well, going to take a lot. It's going to well, take a lot. When the sun shines down on him and he blocks it slightly, you're going to have beautiful lens flares. But uh... <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I don't have any hope for the new Star Wars movies being good. I do. I like J.J. Abrams. He did well with I like J.J. Abrams, but I, I don't like... I mean, Disney is not going to... I mean, they already sold out... What what car was that that they just sold out stormtroopers to appear in that car commercial? I don't know, but they nailed it with Marvel, so they could probably nail it with Disney. Well, that's a pretty Oh, that's right. Kevin hates all of Marvel movies. <laughs> all I'm saying is they're lazy. Do you think that Jake Lloyd is related to Christopher Lloyd? I hope not. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Here. Here here it is. My pitch. A uh, movie where Jake Lloyd and Christopher Lloyd go back in time to prevent the Star Wars prequels from ever happening. <laughs> Great Scott. That'll be what it's called. Great Scott. <laughs> that would be magnificent. They have to kill some guy named Scott who went over to George Lucas and was like, hey, I think you should uh, re- re- restart the Star Wars movies. And uh, have them be based on a little kid. <laughs> Who was conceived of the Metachlorians. All right. So I think we have arrived at an answer for this one. So thank you so much for your question, Kimmy. And if you have to decide between being Hayden Christensen or Jake Lloyd, go ahead with Hayden Christensen. It's, he's, he's really our only hope at this point. Or at least yours. So, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we, we have fun here. Uh, only the finest of movie reviews, um, taco reviews, uh, etc. here on the show. If you would like to send us a question, you can email it to ninjas versus podcast. That's ninjas versus, that's BS, no period, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, like we said. Uh, we love interacting with folks. We are frequently pick, uh, posting things there, including a really fantastic picture that Kevin just posted. Uh, it's It will be the banner image by the time you check the page. But Kevin went ahead and photoshopped uh, our faces and the face of superfan Tolia Bragan, who won our essay contest. <laughs> About two and a half months ago. Uh, onto the Yalta conference. It's real great. Jordan especially is looking super fine. Yeah, I was most proud of Jordan's face on that one. And if you want more of our faces photoshopped onto things, check out the awesome image that Paul Bench uh, did of our um, 
faces onto the crossing of the Delaware, along with the little Peter Dinklage, um, I almost said Charles Bronson, but no, <laughs> Charles Barkley, and Dumbledore. Uh, he, uh, by the way, thank you again for doing the poster for our live show. Uh, he does freelance graphic design. You can email him at Paul E. that's the letter, bench at gmail.com. Uh, thank not you like again to Polly Shore. Not like Polly Shore, <laughs> or um, Polly from Rocky, or, or Polly Wondercracker, DJ Polly D, DJ Ron Polly D, our favorite <laughs> political DJ, <laughs> DJ Hennessy. Oh my gosh, we need to we need to promote some DJ Hennessy on the end. DJ Hennessy, young man, CBS bangers. Google that. <laughs> George oh, Bush one, George Bush two. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> If any of this strikes your fancy, head on over to the NVP page. Thank you so much to the people who have been liking the page. We've got a, we've got a lot of new likes since Mabim Bam, since the live show. Uh, we already mentioned um, Aaron Reach. Enrico Sherbrooke? Another, another one of our uh, International listeners, Nick Kern, John DeLapp, Christina Bordini, Connor McCandless, Jonathan Turk, Paige Turner, great name, Cody McCowan, Mario <laughs> Sanchez, Julie Ray Hoagland, Sorensen, Alex Warren Crow, Riley Kelly, all of you guys. Thank you, so- Evan Denglinger, The Denge. Thank you so much. If you found the show, uh, we really appreciate it. If you send us a, um, a message or email or post on the page, let us know how you found it so we can focus our efforts. Uh, another way that you can help people find the show is rating or reviewing us on iTunes. Uh, thank you to all the folks who have been giving us ratings on there. Like, we got a ton of ratings recently, almost doubled. We really appreciate it. If we can break that 65-star review mark, that would that would really make my day. Um, and uh, what else have we got? Twitter. Uh, go listen, listen to Enter the Critic. Uh, Twitter, you can find us on Twitter at Ninjas versus Podcast or with the NVP hashtag Jordan. Do we have a tweet of the week? We do from Kelly Dubay who says, Who are these sleuths all over Twitter? Oh, right. That's my team. <laughs> ILYG, which I can only assume is I love you guys. Hashtag MVP. Now, is I did that, have to jump on. Is that on, a slur? I did have to jump on Urban Dictionary to look up what a sleut is. And let me read you the first entry. Slute is the basic word. The more O's in slute, the sluttier the girl is. Two O's <laughs> is the minimum. You can add as many O's as necessary to add emphasis to just how slutty the girl is. I like how it says that two O's is the minimum because otherwise it would be slot. <laughs> Correct. But they felt the need to really point now, that out. Now, Kelly like, says we are just different things. We are just two O's slut, sluts. So, <laughs> um, thank you, Kelly. I, I will take that as a compliment. I think there's been a bit too much slut shaming out there, and I, I would agree that we're a pretty sluty team. Here on Ninjas versus Podcast, um, you can uh, also go and listen to, like I said, Enter the Critic, and go and listen to Eric and Sarah's magical fun cast. And congratulations! It's now more Eric. magical. It's even more magical because now they are having marital relations, <laughs> which you know just adds <laughs> on a the gl- yeah. Adds I gotta a I gotta listen give props. to their eyes. I'm, I'm almost certain it was Sarah hacking uh, Eric's Facebook. But on their wedding night, uh, Eric had a status update that uh, had the 
bang, bang, bangity bang song from uh, How I Met Your Mother, and it was super awkward. That's wonderful. So congratulations uh, to Eric and Sarah Terribio. They are Um, in blissful, holy wedlock. Thank you so much um, again to Full Pint. We're going to be singing their praises for a while. If you have a chance to drink their beer, go ahead, do that. I know they um, they had them on tap at Fatheads when we went to lunch uh, following the live show. Uh, it's it's pronounced Fahids. Fahids. Middle Eastern restaurant. Fahids. Yeah, it was really fantastic. Um, Where we got the Kalkalosh. <laughs> uh, thanks to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. Thank you to Animal Tropical for our intro, Twenty Miles. And um, I think that's all the business. Uh, our final... It's pronounced business. Business. Our final question, keeping with our Ninjas versus theme, and in honor of Matt Barnett, friend and fan of the show, who uh, just came back from Britain. Ninjas versus Cockneys. Go. I hate Cockneys. That's all I have to say. <laughs> They're a bunch of chavs usually, right? I know what a chav is, Matt. Yeah, they they're those they walk around in like um, shorts and they 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 chafe a lot. That's what I call chavs. I'm gonna say cockneys because they're gonna have their knees so positioned and ready, cocked, if you will. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Good That's really good. Um. I'm going to go ahead and go with ninjas because when those cockney uh, folks who are all pickpockets, I'm sorry, but if you if you're talking, if you say hello, governor, uh, I'm going to right away attach a chain to my wallet. Um, But and then uh, you're going to look real unfashionable. (laughs) I know. How dare you? Um, It's bad enough that I'm going to be the ugly American. Uh, But. I'm going to go ahead and go with ninjas because they're going to try and pickpocket them. And all they're going to get is like those throwing stars that are already going to be lodged in their hands. And then they're going to get their head cut off. And that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll teach you to learn grammar, Eliza. Uh, Jordan? Oh, I thought it was clear. I really don't <laughs> like, I really don't like cockneys. So ninjas. Ninjas. <laughs> All right, th- so thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, Mountain Dew Ma- or crab juice? Look, ew, sheesh. I'll take a crab juice. <laughs> you got a um, bathroom in there? No bathroom. Only cockroach. Only cockroach. Oh man, my roommate uh, just just got home from vacation and. As Where mac we and dance out in the and sun. cupcakes from her grandma, a dinner of champions. We're gonna really bounce and shake our bodies. Oh, wait, yeah, you have a you have the full Three's we'll Company. Right no, not done. yet, not yet. Three's Company starts uh, Wednesday. Aside from all the fun and games, we'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. We'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Ooh, what's this? What's this? <laughs> <laughs>